Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. Good morning. It is Tuesday, May 3rd. You are listening to a bonus episode of the College Football Daily. My name is Lance Glenn. In just a moment, you will hear a conversation, a good one, trust me, you don't want to miss this, between 24-7 sports Carl Reed and Jackson State head coach Deion Sanders. That's right, Coach Prime joins the show. They hit on everything from NIL and the transfer portal to HBCU players and the NFL draft to, of course, Jackson State. Really a great conversation between Carl and Coach Deion Sanders. Enjoy, everyone. Good afternoon. This is Carl Reed, college football analyst with 24-7, and I'm sitting here with the man of the year, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, head coach at Jackson State University. Coach, how are you? I'm doing wonderful, man. I'm at the crib, working out, getting healthy, mentally strong. I'm, I'm ready, man. I just looked up some stuff from the book of Genesis because I'm already thinking about the first game being the genesis of the season, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about the prospects of this season, man. It's going to be wonderful. I got a question for you. How significant is it that players from HBCU get drafted and get an opportunity to play in the NFL? You mean to tell me we went from zero to four and a multitude of free agents that um, we am pretty sure we exceeded the number times four um, of last season prospects. And most of these guys just want an opportunity. We we got some guys undrafted like Akil Glass that we were previously talking about that is more than qualified. But see, I'm happy he got into the camp. I'm happy he got into camp with Tom Brady. I'm happy he got into camp with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are solid head coaching, offensive coordinator that's going to be able to recognize how talented this young man is. So I'm happy for him and other guys that just got in the door and have an opportunity. Now, they paved the way for the guys next year. So it's going to be more and then more and more. I'm happy about all that. From a standpoint, what needs to happen for us to continue to take it to the next level, for guys to continue to get these opportunities? Is the HBCU combine and the legacy game enough, or do we need more? No, I think we need to fine-tune that stuff, man. I'm not going to say I was happy with the combine, trust me. And uh, the legacy game, I like that. I like the thought process, but there's still separation. Let's compete against the other schools. Let's have our team compete against the other teams. Let let's let's have our team. Let's compare. Let's comprise an all-star team from HBCUs to compete against other schools that are composed of Power Fives or whatever have it. Let let's do that. Because the word is, oh, we don't have the talent. Okay, now let's see. Let's see. Let, let's get down together. I like that. And as far as the combine, let's just say we invited 50, 52, 53 guys at the combine. That's only equates to maybe four to five more guys per position at the combine in Indy, which is only five more minutes of your time. It's five more minutes of your time for each position. Just stay five more minutes for the tight ends. Five more minutes for the running backs. Take us to Indy and put us on the same field as the other athletes and let's stop being separate. I want inclusion. So let me ask you this. Coming out of spring ball, guys like Travis Hunter and Kevin Coleman play big for you coming in. From the recruiting standpoint, is it necessary to keep recruiting guys at that high level? Because those guys got a great chance to be pro. And how have they adjusted to the college life for you and the impact of bringing in recruits of that caliber? Well, one at a time. Uh, when you're able to acquire those type of guys, it's a blessing to, to get a four-star, five-star guys that are immediate game changers and you can see the ability. And But I'm not one just for stars. Forget the stars by their name because after the first half of the college season, nobody's going to say Travis Hunter the five-star. They're going to say 
Travis Hunter. Kevin Coleman, they're not going to say the fourth star. They're just going to say Kevin Coleman. So the stars may get, get you there, but the stars can't keep you there. Now you got to work. So the majority of our guys is being dominant probably didn't have the four and five stars that are being dominant on the field for Jackson State. I mean, we have a, a pretty much a whole new offensive line. The receiving core is phenomenal. The secondary, the linebackers, uh, we're looking for a couple more dogs up front that 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 want to go take care of mama for the rest of her life on the defensive side of the ball. And we straight. So those guys are are really adjusting well, but all the other guys we've gotten from, we've garnished from the portal are doing as such. They're really adjusting well and they're filling in perfectly. So yesterday, news started breaking. There was rumors that pitch receiver Jordan Addison was going to leave Pitt and he possibly have a $2 million NIL deal coming from UCSC or other schools. What is your take on NIL right now and the transfer portal and how it's affecting these types of decisions? I, I like it. I love for these guys to be able to get paid for their name, image, and likeness. I love that. But it's becoming free agency, real free agency. And if you don't have it, you're not going to be able to compete. It's just another way to me to keep the schools that don't have the proper funding down. We can't First of all, I'm not giving a kid nothing like that. No, I want you to focus on the NFL, not the NIL. You ball out and you prepared yourself for the NFL. If you get comfortable with you already got a meal and you got that coming, I mean, come on. How, how hungry are you going to be to go out there and work and go get it? And we can't lose the fact that these are young men that they got to stay hungry. They got to stay interested. They got to stay invested and we're not getting into bidding wars. We don't get down like that, man. And when a kid say, oh, Coach, uh, how about that paper? Click. <laughs> but, but, but Coach, fine. let me ask you this. If a kid is getting offered $2 million, does he have to look at it? Or should he be looking more at who can prepare him to be a pro? You've been well, a top a, level. A, a little bit of both. First of all, if he's been offered $2 million, that means they got it. That's not the kid's fault. That's not his fault whatsoever. But he should be really looking at where is this going to take me? Okay, is the quarterback there? Is the system there? Is the environment there? Am I going to be happy? Because you could be rich and very unhappy. I've been that before. So he got to understand that young man has to understand the complexity of the whole package. And it cannot get to bidding wars for young kids that really ain't done nothing yet. That's true. I saw yesterday where the linebacker from Florida A&M went into the transfer portal. That upset and, me. And you made a comment about it. Do, do you... Is it, at a, is it a disadvantage to the FCS and the HBCU level schools when kids can use that platform to play big and then they cash in on opportunities to go to bigger schools? No, I'm happy for him if that's what he wanted to do. But the, the thing that, that hurt me is you upset because the homie that was the safety didn't get drafted. That ain't got nothing to do with you. You don't understand his history and what he's been through and what he's going through. They ain't got nothing to do with you. I'm looking for guys that want to stand up and say, you know what? I know my dog can get drafted, but wait till next year. I guarantee you I'm going to be the first one for fam you to be drafted in quite some time. I'm going to change the darn game. That's the energy I want. Now, you know what? My boy ain't get drafted. Let me jump. Let me jump and go somewhere else where it's more likely. Where is it more likely? University of Texas? Nobody got drafted. Where is it more likely? Where is it more likely? Like, what other systems is going to fit you that you know without a shadow of a doubt you're going to get drafted? Nowhere. Because you're going to have to steal a ball. You're going to have to steal a ball. You're going to have to still have the measurables. You're going to have to still produce. And you're going to have to still be happy before the game, leading up to practice, and go out there and do what you've been gifted to do. You already got that. You know, Coach Simmons is a phenomenal coach. The defense, the offense is a phenomenal institution. 
the one for us, they would have been there and in the bowl game playing. So, and they went to the FCS playoffs. You got everything you want right there. That's what makes me mad. Be the change, man. Don't run to change. Be the change. You'll hear more from Carl Reed and Coach Prime when we come back. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount+. Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. Magnificent! And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day. In the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. So right now, if you talk to the recruits across the country, how do we continue to close the gap? We're closing the gap, dog. Everybody has upgraded. Everybody's gotten better. And not just us. Everybody has improved their rosters. We got the three, four, maybe not five of stars are coming to these suggested schools. If you check the FCS and check who wins consistently every year, and I think we put over FCS included, I think over 20-some guys got drafted from FCS schools. Over 20-something guys. So you can't separate or this is the black and this is the white. No, FCS is FCS. And you, when you think about those schools that's been dominant and has won championships, you got to understand that's not winning championships with a bunch of four stars or five stars. No, they winning with guys that want to play the game of football and learn and play at a high level and compete. And then those guys are consequently going into the NFL. We saw a video of you at Mississippi Valley State. Mm-hmm. A couple of days ago, you helping them raise some funds for their facilities. And football is so competitive that most of the time somebody wouldn't extend their hand like that. What motivated you to help the guys at Mississippi Valley and get behind what they're trying to build? That's who I am, my brother. I mean, I was blessed to be a blessing. And I love Coach Dancy, first and foremost. And I'm blessed to be a blessing. How can I turn a blind eye on something that I see that's uh, sustainably wrong? It's it's wrong. Like, I got to, Lord, I'm praying for those kids. Like, they deserve better, man. They deserve better. Many of these HBCUs deserve better, but it's, it's, it's going to happen uh, slowly but surely. And if we don't raise enough money, I got it. I'm going to take care they're going to have a new surface, a new field. I just want to make sure we're able to maintain it. I want them to have a new practice field as well. They deserve it. Do you still get to watch any football now that you're coaching at the college level? Do you a still bit, get to watch football? A bit. It was a bad year for quarterbacks this year in the NFL. In the draft? Yes, sir. In yes, the draft. Sir. Who do you think coming in next year? Who's going to lead the way in the 2023 draft? I, I have no idea. You know, all that's on hype, man. Like, they hype these guys up, and these guys turned out to be lemons. I mean, uh, the guy from Oklahoma, he was supposed to be number one guy, right? This year, Coming out this year. Yeah. Not only did he get benched, he's at a whole other school. So, and then you lied and said he got, what, millions in NIL? So, who gets that money back, or did he get all that? See, all these guys I'm hearing that got millions in the NFL, I mean, NIL, not the NFL, what are they endorsing? You seen them on anything? 
I ain't seen him on nothing. I asked that question this morning. I ain't this seen him on nothing. So what is it? Is it a kick? Is it, a, is it just, I'm just going to take care of you because I'm a booster that I got plenty and I'm going to write it off on a 501c3 and put it in the LLC or whatever. Is that what it is? Because I don't understand the value of a college, of a high school kid or a college kid for my company, and I own several. What is the value when everybody don't know you? I mean, you're, you're not penetrating all these different markets. The demographic you have is probably from 18 to 24, and you're really not penetrating that. I'm checking your numbers on social, and they don't add up. So how in the world that I can afford to break you off like that? <laughs> do, you, do you feel like when it comes to the portal that tampering has become an issue with some of the college coaches? Do you feel like that's the issue? No, have? I don't think it's tampering. What was happening is many of the high school coaches that coach these young men are reaching out on their behalf well before they enter the portal. So the deal is complete. By the time they hit the portal, they already know where they're going. That's that's how it goes down. I'm, I'm just being straight up with you. It's somebody that knows that kid calling somebody like us and saying, you know what, such and such about to jump in the portal this Thursday. Check out his film. Tell me if you like it. That's how it happens before he even jumps. Last thing, and then we're going to get out of here, Coach. I saw you got a new theme song this year. Yeah. You got a new theme song right this year. What made you pick that song, and what can we expect out of Jackson State this fall? Uh, we're going to be better. Um, we're going to be bigger. We're going to be tougher. We're going to be faster, more disciplined, much more disciplined, much more decisive. Um, we're always on attack, especially on defense, but we're going to be physical up front on both sides of the ball. And we have some playmakers, man. We have a plethora of playmakers on the outside of receivers, defensive backs. We had three guys that ran sub four threes at pro day, junior, junior dead pro day um, for our kids. So we got so much speed on the back end in the secondary that we're excited about it. Uh, just choose another song. We, we, we had a good run, you know, with my head on my head. We had a good run with that. Now it's time to bring in mystical and let him do what he does a little bit. It, it, you know, the song speaks volumes and it, it, it says everything because we ain't running for nobody. Here we go. Here we go. Big thanks to Jackson State head coach Deion Sanders for joining Carl Reed. Really a fun conversation, and they covered a lot of college football's most relevant and really controversial topics. For Carl Reed and coach Deion Sanders, I am Lance Glenn. Thanks for listening to this bonus episode of the College Football Daily, and enjoy your Tuesday, everyone.